Alright y'all, welcome to episode 5 of Los Nazarenos Podcast. This is one of our favorite episodes. It's all about Our Lady. Um, and we released this a couple years ago, um, right between the Feast of the Immaculate Conception and the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. So this whole episode is about the BVM, the Blessed Virgin Mary. Hope you enjoy. God bless. The original, 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 original lady of Guadalupe. <laughs> yeah, sir. Yeah. All right. Should we do this chronological since the Immaculate Conception is before? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Yeah, yeah let's, yeah, let's go ahead and do right. that. So the so, Immaculate. And we're going to edit this tomorrow morning and drop it tomorrow. So we're Whoa, like, there you go. All right. On time. Hot off the schedule. press. And uh, if you're listening to this after that, well, that's okay too. That's cool. Thanks for listening. <laughs> All right. So December. Let's set the scene. The year is 1854. The Pope is Pius the Ninth. The date is December 8th. Mm-mm. And on this day, one of the pretty sure two occasions that the Poke the Poke. Yeah, heck yeah, the Poke Pokeball. Yeah. We hungry. All right. Yeah. The Pope was uh, poking around the Vatican, and he's like, hey, y'all. What y'all doing? I am using the full force as the vicar of Christ. What are you going to be doing? To infallibly proclaim that the Immaculate Conception is the mother of God, the one and only Virgin Mary, the BVM, Blessed Virgin Mary, whoa, whoa, immaculately, whoa. immaculately conceived, saved by grace, mm-hmm. redeemed. Oh yeah! Before birth, preach it. As saved from original sin. Amen to that. No blot of sin on this. Not ladies. one. Mm-hmm. No inkling of sin. That's right. So, mm-hmm. Our Lady, the Virgin Mary, Mary of Nazareth, no sin ever. Zero sin. She, well, her parents, Anne and Joachim. Joachim, yeah. Joachim. Uh, Joachim. I Joachim. I, I, it was funny because I thought, uh, I, I was like, yo, you know what? Like, I was talking to somebody and um, I was like, Joaquin is a really cool name, but I've never really, I don't hear it that much in the Bible. And they're like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding? <laughs> Do you know whose dad dad is? Yeah. And I was like. <laughs> Did you know that's not in the Bible? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so her parents, they had sweet little baby Mary, mm-hmm. and as the story mm. goes, no sin, zero sin. She was saved from original sin. She sure was, and she never committed a sin in her life. It was not because there's no other better way for the Lord to come into the world, the incarnation. Hey, in December twenty fifth, the mm-hmm. celebration of the incarnation, Christ Mass. Yes, sir. Put the Christ back in Christmas. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And it is not possible without Our Lady being free from sin. So, a vessel of purity. Yeah. And you're, so we all know that, like, with the, uh, the death on the cross and the resurrection, Jesus defeated sin for all people, all time. And maybe you're asking yourself, well, how can he eliminate sin for his mother before he's even born? Mm. Okay, and that's a good question. I was thinking about that. you have an answer? I think you do. I do. God does not operate 
within time. Mm-mm, this is true. So when God acts, it affects all of eternity. Mm. So if Jesus died on the cross on April 3rd, the year 33, that's... Mm-hmm. Or the the 14th of uh, Nisa. The 14th of Nisa, that's right, yeah. (laughs) Was it the 14th or the 13th? I think it was the 14th. Okay. Yeah. So that means uh, that act isn't just like from the 14th of Nisa on. No, no. It impacts all of eternity. It's what makes the incarnation possible. It's what makes creation possible. True that. And so that's kind of how we get this, it's possible for Mary to be conceived mm-hmm. without sin, even in a world impacted by original sin. Um, and just as an aside on original sin, I would say that we're, because original sin can be pretty problematic when you start can to be a little pick bit. it apart. Mm-hmm. And I would, and this is not just me like going off cuff, making up my own theology. Not at all. No, <laughs> no, no. This has been shanked in. So this is kind of informed by a lot of research on original sin. And I would say it's not so much that we are born with original sin, Mm -hmm. but we are born into original sin. Mm -hmm. I like that. that. Because I've I've got a beautiful baby, and I've Mm -hmm. got another beautiful baby on the way. What, two babies? What? Yeah. Nice. And they're not little sin monsters, they're regardless not. of what people say that sure a toddler is selfish. A uh, toddler is operating off instinct. I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Feed me. <laughs> yep, this is true. Anyways, so what's uh? So how did we get this like feast of the Immaculate Conception? That's a good idea. You know the history behind that? I know some of the history behind it. Ooh-wee! I read it today in all preparation right. for our uh, preparation. Our Lady oh. and all her awesome feasts. Look at you taking the full <laughs> season of Advent in, into oh yeah, uh, full effect. Huh? Preparation. <laughs> I like it. Come, Lord Come, Jesus. Lord Jesus. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so the feast of the Immaculate Conception. Is like is a long-standing feast in the church, and so with, so with that, like it develops, and throughout the centuries, everyone's like, we love this feast, and this just keeps on rolling and keeps on rolling until we get to uh, 1850, when Pope Pius the Ninth sent out a letter to all his bishops saying, hey. Uh, what what's going on with this Feast of the Immaculate Conception in your diocese? Are mm-hmm. you like, is it good? Do people like it? Mm-hmm. And all the bishops write back to him overwhelmingly, like, yes, this is this is the shiznit right here, the go-to. <laughs> and so, this is a good example also of the census fidelium. So, oh, okay. the sense of the faithful, all the faithful were like gung ho on like, yeah, the Immaculate Conception. That's where it's at. And so a few years later, Pope Pius IX is like, infallible. If you don't believe in the Immaculate Conception, you're going to hell. What? Bam, infallibility. He used his belly. <laughs> Not that harsh. Yeah. No. You know how we like to kid around here yeah, on Los Nazarenes. Sure. Yeah, yeah, You know, definitely take it with a, with a grain of salt. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he, it's, it's a dogma of the church. It's one of those uh, teachings that if you don't believe in this, you're kind of outside of the norm in mm-hmm. the Catholic world. Right. Now, 
If you aren't on board with the Immaculate Conception, that's okay. Just sit with it. See what happens. Pray about it. Pray on it. And if you don't uh, get it, that's fine, too. It's okay. We're we're not a... Right. Jesus still loves you. Jesus loves everybody. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's some teachings that are a little bit hard to get in. Sometimes they... um, they take time to understand with age and wisdom for us to state that by introducing it right now, you have to absorb it, digest it, and apply it. It would be a little unrealistic. Yeah. But, you know, if it's being presented to you for the first time, just sit on it, pray yeah. on it, think about it. That's yeah. okay. You know what's not dogma? What is not dogma? Original sin. What? That's my, my boy, bone. my boy, our boy Johnny K, brother Johnny K. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah he's a. Uh, I asked. I was like, went into his office. I was like, yeah. Original sin. Where does this fall on the yeah. doctrine uh, hierarchy? It's like, well, it's not dogma. Whoa. But it's pretty close. Okay. So I'm is. I'm not the biggest fan of original sin. I've been right. trying to like really kind of find a good yeah yeah, find a good theology with it there's Mm -hmm. really good stuff on uh pope benedict the 16th book in the beginning he he hits the nail on the head very cool because original sin the way augustine presents it is pretty problematic yeah and um so yeah it's it's doctrine but it's not dogma so right dog dogma is the stuff if you're not on board with the dogma, you're kind of yeah. in a wonky place. <laughs> right, right, right. What's but, up? But I mean, yeah, I mean, with Augustine, I think as you know, we were out there trying to get <clears throat> something to eat and we were talking about that. And uh, you brought up the fact that uh, one of our professors was like, hey, you know, what? with Augustine, you're what, like 50 50? Yeah. Some, you know, some of it is good, some of it, nah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, here's a good example of uh, some of the bad stuff from augustine all right yeah augustine was not down with the immaculate conception what not down with the immaculate he was not down con- with the dogma of the Woo. immaculate conception Woo. you ain't down for the mr lady? augustine whoa Mm-mm. throwing shade at our lady throwing shade we stand in solidarity with our lady yep. <laughs> ice ain't taking our lady from us <laughs> no 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 <laughs> She is she is powerful. She is beautiful. She is mm. the handmaid of the Lord. That's right. He is not gonna take this from her. <laughs> be, be it done unto me according to your word. Woo. Anyway, so there it is. Here, let me. I'll just read this. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good idea. According to Augustine's doctrine, Mary, unlike her son, was not conceived virginally, and so must have incurred original sin because of the concupiscence inherent. In sexual intercourse. WTF? What? Concupiscence. Concupiscence. Sexual intercourse. Ah, fancy, fancy for the the dirty deed. Now, as long as you're not using contraception or pulling out. Mm -hmm. um, Don't let the seed fall because you die. (laughs) Don't let it hit the floor. Kill you. (laughs) On the spot. (laughs) Like that. What was his name? Uh, It was in the old. Jonah's son. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) No, but <laughs> sexual intercourse is good. Yeah. How do we have a... I mean, right. God made us with uh, private parts, mm-hmm. so uh, and he made them for us to use them. Yes, he did. So Show did. Having sex is not a sin. It is not a sin. Maybe having sex with a bunch of people all the time is a sin. Whoa, maybe. <laughs> maybe yeah. cheating on your wife is a sin. Oh, most definitely, especially when you have such a lovely person next to you. <laughs> uh, 
yeah. So, but sex, no, sex no. ain't no sin. Always beautiful. Not. It is a beautiful act. Of... Uh, you ever play Cards Against Humanity? I have. Yeah, yeah, it's a good game. So we were. Was, I think the card was like thinking about this during sex, and um, my wife. I was the one who had put the card out. So uh-huh. I was picking who it's winning, and my wife put like God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yep, <laughs> thinking about our Lord." Yeah, while making that time. love. I'm yeah, like, God, let this baby be beautiful. <laughs> well, if it's your image. will not to have no baby, that's okay yeah. too. <laughs> that's but, fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let you let your will be done. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, and how about to kind of wrap up on? I know we're just kind of all over the place on the Immaculate Conception, and there's we can go way deeper on it, but we're just celebrating yeah. Feast of Our Lady, and so um, one of it's kind of the the theology that like really kind of pushed forward the Immaculate Conception up to the level of dogma is actually from our boy, John Dunn Scotus. Scotty. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, so he, the term is preventive, gosh, preservative redemption. Oh, okay. she was preserved from original sin. And Very cool. I wasn't able to read up on preservative redemption before this podcast, yeah. but I'm sure it's a total mind-blowing metaphysical thing that uh, yeah. SCOTUS is known for. And uh, and all kinds of people throw shade at our boy Scotty. I don't know why. Especially people who would defend the Immaculate Conception to the tooth mm-hmm. are the same people who'd be like, nah, SCOTUS is whack, yo. He's bad, and it's like, yeah. nope. One of your favorite <laughs> doctrines, yeah. one of your favorite dogmas that you always harp Protestants on. Right, yeah. <laughs> is from Scotty. Yes, yeah, Scotty done pushed that through. Yes, sir. Yeah. So I think I think hypocrites, the- every one of them. Brood of Vipers. <laughs> Brood of Vipers. <laughs> Let thee who has not sinned cast the first stone. Mm. <laughs> and then there was the Virgin Mary. Yeah, she cast it. <laughs> yeah. Hit them, Rav. Mm. Those Pharisees. Yeah. But going back to that, what was that? Natural preservatives? Was that? <laughs> all organic Virgin all, all, Mary. All, all organic Virgin Mary. Uh, preservative. Oh, okay. Preserv- redemption. Redemption. I think uh, I... um. One of the ways that we can look at it is there's two ways of being able to save. Like, I think if we, if we think about it, like being in a household s- situation and uh, your mom was doing the laundry or whatever. And let's say that she turned around and you end up falling into uh, the washer. Right. So whatever you fell into the washer, your mom helped you out and bam, like it's still like you're still good. In this case, if we think about it that way, what ended up happening here is in it, before, you know, uh, Mary was birthed into this original sin she was just preserved so she was held back so in this case the mom turned around just in the nick of time saved the kid from falling into the washer and then bam there was yep. no issue so mm-hmm. i mean that's a good way of looking at it uh she was just she was just cast she was uh she was put aside for this wonderful mission which is to be the vessel of, yep. of christ and she said yes and she said yes oh man that isn't i still i i talk about it sometimes with, with, with the kids and they're like, yeah, she was around our age, 12, 14 yeah. years old. And she just she just said, yes. Yeah. So one of the kids asked me, oh, Mr. Molina, if you had one question, what would you ask? 
of the Virgin Mary. And I was like, where did you find the strength to say yes? Because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm clocking 29, close to 30. And I'm, <laughs> priesthood right yeah, around the corner. <laughs> priesthood right around the corner, apparently. Because <laughs> once you hit 30, that's it. <laughs> Might as well just pack up your life and mm-hmm. just go to the seminary. <laughs> and um, and it's like, yeah, like, how, how do you how do you so boldly say yes? Yeah. Yeah. And that, um this was kind of a ridiculous article, but I have to bring it up. All right, do it, do it. That, like, <laughs> the Virgin Mary, like, basically is the author of consent. Mm. <laughs> that, Whoa. Like, that, like, okay. God is, like... Because some, <laughs> some, like, people who aren't fans of Christianity be like, God raped the Virgin Mary. Whoa. <laughs> and then we look, and then it's like, no, it was consensual because she said, let it be done according to your word. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so, that's right. <laughs> so it's a verbal contract for, uh, for the, the, uh, for all those legal individuals out there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Stupid to, yeah. Don't, uh, kind of, throw modern day stuff into the bible right don't yeah. work that way you can uh, extrapolate a yeah. spiritual message for yourself but true, true. If you're trying to be like well this is a perfect this is a one-to-one comparison with how things yeah. operate today no <laughs> that is not true first of all i mean they would have been traveling in a ford pinto instead of a burrow <laughs> that's what i'm saying like come on now yeah yeah and so how about a just a for the little bit of a scripture for maybe a little hint at why we would say that the Virgin Mary is immaculately conceived and free from sin mm-hmm. when the angel Gabriel comes to her. Hail, full of grace. That's right. There if you're not, he wouldn't have said full of grace. Mm-hmm. But why would the angel be hailing mm-hmm. some lowly little girl from Ooh, Nazareth? Good point. A heavenly like, creature yeah. acknowledging her her gracefulness like, yo man i'm the angel gabriel i was just talking to god yeah and oh. he's like that little girl down there mm-hmm. way better than you yeah so you better hail <laughs> yeah. that's my mama that's my mama if that's you my mama. throw any shade at my mama uh, don't throw shade <laughs> uh-uh. but yeah yeah so uh jermelina yeah our well, lady our lady olg our lady guadalupe most of you might know her as you want to uh, do this whole part in spanish I can, can I? All right, let's do it. All right. Do you want, or Hola, like, señorita, señores, or go back están? and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vamos a hablar de la morenita today. You know, we're talking about la morenita, our Virgin Mary, OLG. She's got a lot of history behind her. There's Spanglish. some people, yeah, there's some people that are out here throwing shade at her at all times, talking about how she didn't appear, how maybe she did appear, maybe she didn't appear. Quieren decir que a lo mejor no existió porque... Los documentos fueron escritos 100 años después de, de, de la aparición de Nuestra Virgen de Guadalupe. I mean, people, they just... I was reading this article today, which was really, really crazy, talking about how um, the Virgin Mary wasn't, you know, didn't really appear. And that, yeah, it's like, and talking about how, like, she had appeared back in the 13th century to other individuals, but not to the individuals in Mexico. And it was a fabricated story. And... You know what? Uh, are people shade. trying to throw shade yeah, you, at you your, know, your nah, countrymen? They throwing shade at my people. Do these people work for ICE too? Uh, I think so. <laughs> ICE. I know you trying to infiltrate, but you can't get La Morenita. You can't get her. She's everywhere, homie. I mean, you find what's beautiful about Our Lady of Guadalupe is she's though she is known as the the evangelizer, as the the the, the lover of the Americas. She is seen everywhere i mean mm-hmm. you see her you see shrines in japan you see 
shrines in 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 um in Jerusalem, you see shrines in Turkey, you see um in in uh, in France, she's everywhere. You know, she's a worldwide phenomena and I think that one of the great things about her is how she, I mean, the reason I keep on telling uh, saying that she's a great evangelizer is because she has been able to penetrate every source of media. I'm talking mm-hmm. about like art, music, culture, mm-hmm. language. I mean, in all languages, you have uh, music shouting out to her in Spanish and English. I mean, she is just yeah. she is reaching out to the whole world. Um, actually, it was in. I mean, and it's not even just um, art from like the 13th century. We're talking about contemporary artists down here. Yeah, and Carlsbad, right? Yeah, Encinitas. Yeah. We got the, the surfing Madonna. Yep, that's right. So we got the, OLG on yeah, the surfboard. OLG on the surfboard, yeah. and so like that's really cool. You know, it's like. People see her, they feel welcome, they feel loved, they, f- they see that compassion that she has in her face, and it, it really brings them closer to them. And, so, and that, that hasn't faded for 500 it, it, it years. Has not, it is strong, it gets strong. I remember, I remember there, was a, there was a story once uh, that uh, one, uh, a father told, um, he was talking about how <clears throat> he, was, he was getting, uh, he had just finished the homily. And some people came up to him and they're like, hey, uh, we we're wondering if we can get a blessing. And so the father's like, yeah, sure. Let me go ahead and bless you. And he, and the, the couple were like, no, 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 no. They're, they're in the military. They're like, no, we're in the military. We're actually going to be deployed. We just got tattoos of, uh, of Our Lady of Guadalupe and we want you to bless them. And he was, he was just like blown away. He was like, what? Like, and he did the blessing, but he asked like, why? Like, what, why wouldn't you just get like a holy card or a medal or something? He's like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. We can lose the holy card. We can mm-hmm. lose the medal. He's like, we don't ever want to lose Our Lady. And so you see, like, this connection that the lady has, you know, Our Lady has to everybody around yeah. the world. She just penetrates and keeps on growing, keeps on flourishing. And generation times generation, like, subsequent generations just keep on loving her so much more. Like, and it's just this respect that we have for her because, again, she's so loving. She reaches out to the marginalized, oh, yeah. to the to the people that are to the corners, you know. Juan Diego. Juan Diego. <laughs> Let, I mean, like, that's a great way to segue into the story. If you don't know the story of La Morenita, of our of uh, La Virgen de Guadalupe, we're about to tell you right now. Hold up. Check it out. Let's, let's go Viva. and hit this. Viva. Viva La Virgen. You know, and so... 1531 the year is 1531 december 9th okay so this this journey of december 9th to the 12th are a couple of days and so what happens is this uh the spaniards have come to uh what is current day mexico you know they're the nueva españa and they're they've 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 gone and raided uh most of the aztec empire and they've uh converted some of the indigenous people uh, and they have now uh, started practicing some of the uh, of the of the Christian uh, sacraments, and so they're going to daily mass. So here's, I mean, picture this: it's the night. This guy just left his home. He's going to church because he's got to go to daily mass, uh, and he hears a voice. And this, of course, this guy, his name is Juan Diego, and. He is, he's walking and he has to go super far away because he's in this little town called Tepeyac. And Tepeyac is like, it's out far away from the city, far away from where the church is at. And so he has to travel a few kilometers uh, to be able to get to this church. And so as he's walking, he is 
he is he hears this beautiful voice not only a beautiful voice but a beautiful just beautiful music in the background and so he believes at this point he must be dreaming he's like yo i hit the snooze button <laughs> on my alarm it. i'm losing it i woke up late to daily mass 5150 me yeah that's right <laughs> and so he's like what's happening right now and so he stopped and he looked around he looked around and without him even noticing he was already being drawn to the to our lady he started walking without him realizing that he was walking toward where the voice was calling him at smelling them roses smelling them roses Mm -hmm. he heard that voice and he was like yo who this be who this girl and he looked (laughs) up and he saw the most beautiful woman in the world and of course it's our lady of guadalupe and 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 the words that he that, that that he heard once she opened her mouth were 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 his name. The very first, the very first thing that Diego heard was his name, and that is powerful. I mean, you have to imagine. Here's this indigenous person. He's been stripped away from his culture. He's been told that he needs to believe in something else. He's trying to make the best out of the scenario that he's in. He's been his dignity has been stripped away, and and what happens? Like this beautiful, radiant woman, full of love, of compassion, calls him out by his name like that is crazy mm. like that honor that love that compassion that you receive when you hear your name like i know when i'm at school and somebody's <laughs> like hey kerwin i immediately i'm happy i'm happy that somebody recognizes who i am like they give me uh they give me this idea that oh like i'm known and so immediately when the virgin does that bam it's worse having the name justin oh yeah <laughs> like <laughs> kerwin you're just in time for class <laughs> <laughs> everything just yeah. in case <laughs> like, oh, so i'm always okay. turning my head <laughs> because everybody wants a piece of you justin yep. that's yep. why <laughs> and so again she says juanito you know in a diminutive way in this caring loving way juanito is like my youngest and smallest child you know it's like she immediately understands that he feels that he is nothing that he's below anything and so she what she does is she meets him at that ground level where he's at and raises him up from that immediately by stating his name and she ends up telling her you know what like uh, let me tell you who i be i'm the mother of god okay (laughs) And I need a shrine. I like a shrine. Boof. Like, mind blown. First of all, this guy this guy just woke up to go to mass. Like, that's all he was doing. He was thinking, I'm going to go to mass, come back, milk some cows, call it a day. You know? Nah. Not at all. This guy ended up meeting the mother of God. Okay? And so, uh, and so she says, you know what? Like, I'd really like, he's like, I'd really like for a shrine to be, to be placed here in this hill. Um, and I'd like for you to be able to, uh, go and tell the clergy, the bishop, uh, to build it. And so he's like, you gotta be kidding me, right? Like, nah. Did the bishop believe him? No, no way. Juan Diego was like, you know what? No, I I can't do this. Like, please get somebody else. Like, I'm, he's like, I'm a nobody, you know, again, reaffirming that he feels like he's, he's nothing. Like, I'm a nobody. You should probably get somebody else. And she's like, nah, man, listen up, player. You're my number one hitter. I'm going to send you in. Talk to the bishop. All right. He ends up (laughs) dipping out. He goes to the bishop. He's waiting in line to see the bishop. He finally sees him. And the bishop's like, all right, man, it sounds like a cool story. Come back tomorrow. And I'll listen to it in full detail. So this guy feels horrible (laughs) already. Yeah, Yeah, he's like rejected already. So the worst thing that happened to him in this interaction was the fact that, again, 
he was lifted up by the Virgin Mary, but then the clergy himself, the representative on earth, immediately just pushed them away, didn't want to listen to his story. And so he goes back, he tells the virgin, hey, you know what, my bad, didn't really pull through for you, couldn't get you your happy meal. And so she's <laughs> like, yo, that's messed up, don't worry about it, I still love you, we're going to make this happen. I want mm-hmm. you to go tomorrow and you know, talk to the bishop again. And so Juan Diego's like, all right, like, you sure you don't want to get anybody else? Because <laughs> like, I am not that great, I'm not that eloquent with my words, like, I don't know what I'm going to be saying. And so he he one of I think one of the one of the um, examples that he gave that really caught my attention was like I am below even leaves and I think mm. that that imagery is really important because during that time frame leaves were used as toilet paper so this guy was saying like I am less than excrement like you can't use me so you see that this guy has been broken down his identity his 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 humanity has his dignity has just been taken away. And so she's like, reaffirms them, nah, man, you're the one I'm going to use. And here you see the, you know, OLG reaching out to the marginalized, to the people that, mm-hmm. that feel like, you know what, like not worthy, like you are the most worthy. Don't ever feel like you're not worthy. If you feel like, oh, I don't want to go to church because I don't feel worthy, like, no, like go, like yeah. he wants you there. He, or you don't even have to go to church, like just begin that dialogue with him, you know, just start talking to him because. Believe me, like he is there for you. Anyways, Juan Diego wakes up the next day, ends up going. Bishop is like, all right, sure, sure, sure. Like, whatever. I don't <laughs> really believe you. Get this here. guy out of here. And so he's like, you know what? All right, I'll believe you if you bring me back a sign. And Juan Diego, without like, without no concern, he's like, all right, cool. Like, what do you want? Because he truly believed that he was talking to uh, to the mother of God that like he was like you want proof like i can get you proof like i know i'm not going crazy and so uh the bishop is like all right yeah just bring me back proof and it's gonna be cool and so juan diego dips out and he goes back and the bishop tells a couple of his lackeys he's like hey bro you know what follow this guy forward i think he's a little cuckoo let's see what he's up to uh it sees he's smoking that reefer and so anyways he starts walking too much tequila yeah drinking too much tequila yeah that pulque finally hit him and so empezó a caminar está caminando llega al monte y la gente que lo está persiguiendo no los mira ya no lo encontró ya no sabe qué es lo que hizo dónde se fue ahí los dejó este y entonces sube sube lo que es el monte llega arriba del monte y empieza a hablar con la virgen dice Hablé con el obispo, el obispo quiere una señal, y no sé qué tanto. And she was like, don't worry about it, it's cool. Just come back tomorrow, I'll give you what you're looking for. And so, all right, he ends up going back home. The next day, though, his uncle ends up being, like, really, really sick. And so he's like, yo, this guy's going to die. I need to, like, dip out right now, <laughs> go get a priest so he can get his last rites. And he was like, yo, but... I have to go through that hill and I'm going to see her lady <laughs> and I kind of don't want to like tell her, no, I'm not going to do this for you. But I also don't want to know, like, I don't know what to do. So he's like, forget let it, forget the it. Be- let yeah. the dead bury the yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and of course, Juan Diego was like, all right, uh, I'm going to go around. There's going to be this detour. So I'm going to go around. And so he's going around. He thinks he's being slick, you know, and what happens? Nah, nah, nah. My lady. She done come down from the hill and saw him, met him where he was at. Again, that's 
beautiful imagery mm-hmm. you know here you go some individuals feel like they get lost they feel like oh like i gotta i gotta move away from the church a little bit but what does the virgin do instead of like just letting him do his thing she comes down and meets him where he's at and that's what we have to remember like they will always like god will always meet us at where we're at at whatever level we're at he's gonna meet us there and she was like, yo, like, what's happening? Do you about to, like, dip out on me or what? And he was like, oh, Dean, you caught me. Oh, what? All right. He's like, all right, all right. He's like, I'm going to be real with you right now. Uncle's about to pass out. Got to get some oil. And after that, I'll do what you need me to do. And she was like, don't worry about your uncle. Your uncle's going to be A-OK, player. <laughs> I got this. I got this. You know, just ask me, you know? Mm-hmm. Her words were like, I, is your mother not here? You know, I was like, damn, that's true. Like, you know, your mama always takes care of you. You're sick. What does she do? Chicken noodle soup or uh-huh. calo or fideo or vaporu. You know, she throws some vapor up on that. That uncle's going to be <laughs> A-OK. And so he um, he's like, all right, then. Well, if you're if you're cool with it and this guy's going to be OK, then, yeah, let's do your will then. And. She's like, cool. I know that you need a sign. Go to the top of the hill, pick up some, and this is this is where it's important. She said, pick up some Castilla flowers, and w- the reason that that's important is because here we have this reference to Spain. Go get these flowers that are only native to Spain, and right now we're looking at mm. December 9th, right? Fifteen thirty-one is December is cold out in, by Mexico City. Like, roses are not growing at this point. She's like, go to the top of the hill, get you some flowers, and bring them back. And so she she referenced them because, you know, what she's trying to say is, like, here is a new world. The new Catholicism is going to grow here, and it's going to be brought up in these roots of Mexico, in these roots of a new land, and fruit will come from it, but it needs to be a blend of both what was brought in and where the individuals are currently and so he ends up bringing in some beautiful flowers the virgin rearranges them he takes them over to the bishop his lackeys were like you can't see the bishop today play he's busy he's got a (laughs) golfing tournament to practice for and so he's like no but you know i got the stuff and the virgin was like don't let nobody see it but the bishop and so the bit and so what happens is the lackey started smelling they smelled the roses. They're like, oh, what you got there? Some baked goods. And he's like, nah, play. This ain't for you. These are, <laughs> you know? And so they're like, all right, we'll go tell the bishop. The bishop comes. He smells the roses, tells Juan Diego to go into the office. They start, you know, chatting a little bit. And so he was like, he's hey, like, check this him, out. Like, yeah. Up in his shirt, right? He's got them in, a, it's called a tilma. And so he's got them all up, like hiding, like he's like, he's like about you've got to yeah, carry a bunch of Exactly. Candy, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Shirt. Yeah. Like it's your. It's your primo's birthday. You just hit the piñata and they had like full-size snicker bars or like <laughs> nubalines, pulparindos, and elotes and all that. And so you try to get everything in or you're using like the piñata leg to get the candy in and stuff. So he had them all like just chilling. And then I don't know where, bam. It's like this was this was the equivalent of drop the mic back yep. in 1531. What does he do? Bam! Drop the tilma. And so he done dropped the tilma, and what happens? Bam, an image of the Virgin Mary. Bam, our, our OLG, you know, Our Lady looking of the her. Americas, just straight looking at him. And yep. She's in here right now. We she's got the image right, right there. Yeah, yep. look at her. She's beautiful, man. Mm. Let's, let's, let's talk about this image, actually, now you bring that up. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about this, man. Let's, 
let's look at her, man. She she's got some colors. She's stars. got she's got stars and she's got the sun and like a moon and an angel. And these are all beautiful things. Yeah. And um we could we could talk a little bit about them if you don't mind. Let's let's yeah. let's, let's dissect this image a little bit. And what I what I want to focus on. It. Oh, my bad. Oh. <laughs> You're holding the yeah, OLG yeah. over it's, there. It's my girl, my girl LG right here. You know I bought saying? that painting. Yeah, that, that's, that's right, that's right, that's right. She's pseudo, pseudo, pseudo my girl. The one at San Luis Rey, that giant, oh, yeah. sparkling one. Um, oh. Did you ever see, uh, what's her name? She brought, she bought a statue of Our Lady that was really nice too. Um, Anyways, there's this beautiful yeah. statue in the yeah. in the St. Clair Chapel I got, too. I got my little one. Oh, that's beautiful on too. Oh yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. this, she's portable. Yep, that's yep. what you're talking about. Next to next to SF. Oh yeah, St. Francis. My, fa- my father-in-law got yeah. me like a wood carving of Jesus from like Panama. So it's just, Whoa. like it's pretty cool. Dude, that's yeah. dope. Yeah. Anyways, so, back to the image. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> back to the image of uh of uh, Our Lady of Guadalupe. And so they're just gonna. It's just this is gonna be a so. A quick little thing. It's, it's not going to be full in detail. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of meaning. There's been a lot of studies done on being able to decipher mm-hmm. what it, what's happening here. But what I want to focus on are a couple of things. Uh, the image here is very powerful because it reaches the community that it's it's pertained to, predominantly the natives there in Mexico, and their 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 religious belief before Christianity was focused predominantly on the on on the sun uh on the on the god of of sun and so here we have the virgin mary in front covering the uh the sun and so what does that mean is that it's meaning that the virgin mary is greater than that sun so even the even their most powerful god that they have the virgin mary is already stronger beautiful greater than that you know we have in the bottom we have the half crescent moon also representing one of their gods the and so what this means again she is above it she's standing on top of it but what's really beautiful here is you don't see the sun not there or you don't see the moon f- cracked or anything so what that means is that the virgin mary is here to support to love to encourage not to crush the individuals you know mm-hmm. you don't come in here just crushing people telling them that they're wrong and what they believe you know you you reach you reach them out at their level where they're at and then just move from there yeah um she's very pastoral oh for sure oh for sure man oh she's 100 percent pastoral Kerwin, uh, have you been to mexico city and seen it you know what i've been to mexico city so many times and i've yet to go see oh. her i know you call yourself Catholic yeah i know i know yo that's that's like a double whammy it's like going to cancun and not going into the beach man it's bad i don't know how i've never been to uh to uh to go see our lady and it's all right. You'll get there. Oh, for sure. Like you, you better believe next trip. Like that's something that I definitely want to do. Um, and just to wrap it up, the colors they're very powerful because so the blue green during uh, for the uh, for the natives meant um, divinity. Uh, it was reserved only for royalty and for deities. So the fact that she's covered in it, it, it shows. And of course, you, if we look at the world, blue green as well. So here you have an image of of the Virgin Mary, who's this divine individual but she was also like um earthly so beautiful that there's the red that represented the blood you know all the bloodshed that happened but you know it's it's getting it's getting reused the end of one civilization which was the aztec empire 
but a new civilization was growing, which is this beautiful mixture of the uh, Spaniards and the indigenous individuals. We have the, and what was currently known as the Mexicans and then being held up by an angel, beautiful uh, image because, again, the Aztecs believe that only, only very divine and, and, and important individuals are carried. So only the kings would be carried, only representatives of the deities would be carried. So in this case, the fact that she's being carried, and not only just carried, but by a heavenly creature, that represents that she's she's here of her own free will. Like she's here not from Spain, not from anything else, but here as a representative of God. And so it's a beautiful image. I yeah. think she's great. I think she's wonderful. It's LG. There's so much more about her, but I mean, this is just a quick, yeah, I, quick way to look at it. It's definitely my favorite Mary thing, even though yeah. I'm... A white boy. No, nah, man. She, she's, <laughs> she, again, she is the lady of America, yeah, man. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like so. mostly French, so I should be all about lords. Oh, but it, oh I see. I Guadalupe. See Guadalupe. This is a Guadalupe house, Solidarity. Man. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Got my Viva Mexico oh, socks. Yeah, that's true. So there, this is a really funny story about Justin, actually. Um, we were, we were at, at, at school, and his, his pants ended up coming up. First of all, what you should know about Justin is he's got really cool socks. Oh, it's on point, on fleek. <laughs> I'm trying to step up my sock game too, but currently I don't. No, just black socks. Yeah. Anyways, his socks always really cool. And there's this one time, we were just sitting at the lounge, and his sock, his his socks were showing, and what do I see? It's OLG, Our Lady Guadalupe, oh, yeah. just straight chilling there. And he tells me this story about how. He was at work. Some dude was saying stuff, and he was like, "Bro, you can't be throwing shade at our yeah, yeah. lady." And I was like, "Yo, man, you out there repping, bro?" So. Yeah, that was a. Uh, it was the image of OLG. Yeah, and my coworker was like, "Why is that little boy looking up her skirt?" I was like, "Girl, <laughs> yeah, first of you all, you throwing show? <laughs> you throwing? Yeah, uh, I can't uh, even say it. Yeah, yeah, you throwing shade <laughs> at my face?" <laughs> I'm be throwing straight. Yeah, Valuable. She since started going to church. So. Oh, dope. See, there you go, man. And we just got to make her Catholic. Yeah, I was telling you, like, <laughs> she, our lady works in different ways. Yeah. Socks. I mean, there it is. Like, yeah. another example. She's I've in socks. I've got two pairs. Two pairs of socks. And what happened? We started, we, we have a person that started going to church. Like, yeah. I mean, what, what better testimony can we get? You know? Yeah. Even, uh, well, so I think one of the, didn't like, the territory now known as mm -hmm. Mexico, yeah, like converted like 500 million people, right? In like 20 years or yep. something from sure that did. point on, yeah. yeah, yeah. From I mean, one, one of the biggest, one of the biggest, um, yeah, she was one of the reasons a lot of individuals converted over. And again, it's this you look at her face if, if you ever have a chance, if you haven't seen an so image peaceful. of Our Lady, look at her face, her face is full of compassion. It's full of love. Her eyes are open. They're looking down on us as if she's care caring for us, mm -hmm. just like a loving mother would, you know. Uh, and I think like that's you know she's she has a maternity band or around her her belly. It's that black band. And again, she's she's there telling us, "Hey, I have a child that I'm willing to offer for for, yeah. for all of you." So again, that yeah, so you know what willing else to is give. really interesting is that like we have all these other apparitions of Mary, but right. the images. Are just interpretations right. of Fatima, of mm -hmm. Lords, of mm -hmm. Metagorgia, which is right. not approved yet. <laughs> oh, okay. But um, I can't think of any others off the top of my head. But yeah. this one is like Our Lady giving us a picture of herself. Right, right. And like all those characteristics you said. Yeah. Like, I mean, 
Yeah. I've been going through some rough times, but I look at that yeah. image and I'm just like, oh. Yeah, I, for sure. I feel good now. Yeah. So. And she's she's powerful. I mean, I don't know how truth. I mean, this is just a quick little video that I saw and I don't know how, how good the resources are or how good. Uh, how here credible we are, how here credible. we are being scholars yeah, yeah i don't know how credible <laughs> this is this could be a tri-sectory um resource it's not really a primary <laughs> or secondary anyways um apparently some dude ends up showing up to uh the the te- uh, the, the temple where the the tulma is being shown and he leaves like this this pot of flowers and inside is like an explosive the explosive goes off Everything like gets torn apart and stuff, but like, what happens to survive the Toma of our Virgin Mary? Like she is still there, she's still strong. Like, I mean, no matter what comes at her, she's like, throw, hit me with your best shot, <laughs> throw Fire that away. shade, yeah, I'm throw ready. that shade. I'm at you, bro. Oh, you just picked our yeah. our exit song. Oh yeah, hit me with your best shot. But uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, I All think right. Uh, our that good? our Mary episode was pretty we, solid. Yeah, we went. About ten minutes longer than usual, but that's cool. That's for our lady. Yeah, it's for that's our lady. Our, OLG. OLG. Straight out rapping. All right. Um We love you, Mary. We love Let, you uh, so let's, much. Let's close this out with uh a Hail Mary. All right. Hail Mary. Yes, it's Hail Mary. Full of grace. Santísima llena de gracia. The Lord is with thee. Señor es contigo. Blessed art thou among women. Bendita eres entre las mujeres. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Bendita es la fruta de tu vientre, Jesús. Holy Mary, Mother of God. Santa María, Madre de Dios. Pray for us sinners now and at the hour of death. Pray for us sinners now and at the hour of death. Ahora y en la hora de nuestra muerte. Amen. Amen. All right. Los Nazarenos. Los Nazarenos. Los Nazarenos. We're out. Out. All right. Uh, All right, it's your boy. It's your boy, K. Dallasan. Thank you so much for listening. La Morita, Vía para Siempre. Aquí estamos para representar. Estoy la número uno. Te queremos mucho. Te amamos. Vamos a estar ahí bailando. Cuídate. Gracias. Amor. Paz. Well, peace. Okay. <laughs> All right, friends. Thanks for joining us again on Los Nazarenos. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Nazarenos for Life on Facebook at facebook.com slash Nazarenos for Life or check us out on our website nazarenosforlife.com that's Nazarenos the number four and L-I-F-E alright peace